When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Ben Bolin. And I'm Scott Benjamin. And Ben, today we're going to talk about a, a one of those unusual racing uh Contest, I guess, is probably the best way to put it. A, uh, a very, very unusual racing contest. You want to, uh, you want to mention what it is here? No, wait, wait. Are you talking about? Uh, are you talking about the prestigious uh, auto event known as Le Mans? <laughs> um, maybe the not so prestigious version of that that uh, is the Twenty Four Hours of Le Mans. Ah, Le Mans. That's right. Yeah, yeah. very big difference in those uh, those little syllables there at the end because um, this is one that you know it's got a lot of press recently. Yes. In the past few years, it started out as something relatively small in 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, the founder was named Jay Lamb, I think is his name. And, um, it, even then, I guess even in 2006, it was getting some coverage because of the, you know, the funny name and just the, uh, the outlandish nature of the race, right? Right. And now it's kind of become a thing. It's become something that people are proud to have participated in. And I think they always have. It's just yeah. now that now people are really starting to uh, to get behind this. You know, there's a lot of wind in the sails. It's starting to catch fire. That's uh, right. Okay, so if you are like Scott Benjamin or Ben Bolin or thousands of people around the world who watch racing, uh, one of the things that probably occurs to you at some point is, boy, I wish I could get in there. I wish I could afford the uh, million-dollar cars and pit crews they have, uh, if only there were some way. If only I were a billionaire, uh, I don't know, shipping magnet, and mm-hmm. I could have my own F1 team. How could I do it? Well, we're not going to help you uh, get that. Unfortunately, that's a little bit beyond the powers of our podcast. However, we are going to talk to you about how you can enter uh, this 24 hours of lemons, uh, and all you need to get started is about 600 bucks. 
Yeah, not bad, huh? Not bad at all. Five hundred bucks for the car, Ben. Five hundred bucks. Keep in mind that's the maximum you can spend on anything except safety equipment. Isn't that amazing? That's it. That's what is maybe the most remarkable thing about this whole thing. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't even know if you can even say that though, because once we get into the rules and, and, yeah. and regulations, but it's a five hundred dollar car to begin with. Right. It's, there's a, I think there's a five hundred dollar entry fee, and then a hundred dollars per driver, and you have mm-hmm. to have a team of about. Uh, I think it's four to six drivers, and you can have some non-driving dri- uh, non-driving participants as well. And I think those are seventy-five dollars. Yeah, they're like they're kind of like crew and kind of like mascots, cheerleaders. Yeah, yeah maybe that's a good way because, to say it. Uh, because the teams that that turn out for something like this, um, you know, it it truly runs the gamut. But it, you've got to be willing to you know have a lot of fun when you do this. It's got to be something that you're really in the spirit of. It can't be one hundred percent. You know, I'm going to win this thing. I'm super competitive. It, it, you got to have like a balance of I'm going to have a great time this weekend, and mm-hmm. I'm also going to drive competitively and safely, and you know, et cetera, et cetera. But um, it, it's it, it's it's something that uh, I think a lot of people are really starting to see as um, I don't know, a good way to let off steam. Yeah, and it's lighthearted. It's a uh, the cars that you purchase. First off, part of part of the reason this is lighthearted is the. Uh, the low entry price. Yeah, it's um, a low dollar racing thing. As as the uh, founders say, they were sitting around talking one day, and they they were talking about how to have more fun, basically, with mm-hmm. these things. And you can check them out talking about this on YouTube. And they figured that one of the ways to do this would be to have junker cars yeah. instead of these priceless works of bleeding edge technology and and you know things like an f1 car man i will go to my grave saying it those things are works of art they really are i would be afraid to lean on one but this makes it accessible to just about everyone really mm-hmm. i mean honestly if you're going to race a car you're not going to get a, a race car for 500 dollars anywhere yeah uh you're going to find a car that's you know y- what you need to do is you need to find a car that's 500 dollars, but that doesn't include the safety equipment so you are allowed to you know put in or you have to really according yeah. to the Rules. You have to put in a roll cage. You have to have the proper driving suit. You have to have a helmet. You have to seat have seatbelts. Yeah, exactly. Seat tires. Belts. It has to have the right safety equipment. But the car itself cannot exceed five hundred dollars. And there's a good reason for this, Ben. There's a very <laughs> good reason for this because uh, one of the, probably one of the most publicized parts of this race, and you'll hear it in just about every single article that you read about this thing. Every news piece you watch. It's called the People's Curse. So what do you, you want to describe no, you the do, people's you curse? Do, you do. I got the people's curse. Instead of uh, you know the people's choice, you've probably heard of the people's choice mm-hmm. in in races and car car shows, whatever. Oh yeah, let's put that in. There are two prizes. Oh, what? there's more than two. Well, well, they're they're like the two big ones. The two big ones, sure. Are the people's choice award, which is what the audience likes the most. Yeah. And then there's the uh, most laps, which is the most successful laps completed. Okay. Uh, but the people's curse. I, I feel like people need to know what the people's choice is before you do people's curse. Of course. Okay. Of course. So uh, back onto the people's curse. <sighs> Here's where the $500 thing really shouldn't bother you then because uh, the people's curse car is selected midway through the race and then it's voted on whose car will be crushed in the middle of the race, destroyed. So, uh, you know, you've got to be prepared at any point to have your day ended with your vehicle crushed and, and mangled beyond the point of, you know, even being able to put it probably on the trailer. When the people have spoken, the people have spoken. Exactly. And they use something like, you know, a crane or something to destroy it with. There's a big piece of heavy machinery that they use to destroy it. You're able to take your safety equipment out or anything valuable that you may find in there. You can try to get the roll bar out if you want, if it's Mm -hmm. usable. Um, but you know, it's just one of those, those, 
funny, funny races that, you know, there's so many rules, Ben, so many different yeah. quirky little things about this race. I mean, that's just one little thing, this people's curse, but that gets a lot of airtime, you know, from yeah. a lot of people. There's also, um, uh, you know, one person we read about here, um, you know, we've got a listener. His name is Matt and he, he, um, is going to participate or he did participate. Yeah. He was telling us about this. Uh, yeah. He's a listener, Matt from uh, Massachusetts and he says that he was competing in his first 24 Hours of Lemons at the uh, Stafford Springs, Connecticut race course and says that, you know, one of the things that may happen to your car during the race is you may get two tons of manure dropped on it. Yes. As part of a – that could be a penalty, a cheating penalty. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. We've had other listeners as well. We've had Kurt from Redmond, Washington, uh, Kelly from Del Rio, Texas, whose husband is also a participant in the, mm-hmm. in the race, and uh, William from – I'm going to say Reisterstown, Maryland – um, they all mentioned that they wanted to hear about the 24 hours of lemons, but, um, no, I hope, actually, I hope Matt did well in, in the race. Oh yeah, man. I because, want all um, our, I want all our listeners you know, to really the, well. uh, the rules in this thing. I mean, it would almost be, God, it's, it's quite a weekend, Ben, when you yeah. get, to get down to it. Cause there's yeah. a, um, you know, you go through the, the pre-race inspection. They make sure you have all the safety equipment and everything That's Friday involved. and track have, testing. And track testing. You got to have your team, you know, there and you got to have everybody kind of briefed on what's going on. It's, it's normal, you know, race weekend activity mm-hmm. type stuff. However, if you read the, uh, if you go to the, the website, the 24hoursoflemons.com and, and, uh, they're driving in penalties. <laughs> oh my gosh. There are some funny, and this is one of those things where, you know, I could, I could go through this list and tell you every funny thing in it, but I've just uh, highlighted a couple of things. Okay. Honestly, the, the entire site, all the fine print, everything. It's pretty funny. It's worth going through and reading this if you've got, you know, 30 minutes to look through it because mm-hmm. there are funny little things dropped here and there, even within the, uh, the supposed serious rules that they've got laid out. Um, a lot of safety issues, you know, and they tell you the entry costs and they tell you, um, you know, the general rules and the eligibility and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the people's curse is outlined in there. There's also, um, the whiner eligibility that's outlined in this that, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you're a whiner, you're not eligible to compete. Um, and if you, if you might be a whiner, you have to check with your domestic partner, guardian, or healthcare professional before getting the rest of your team kicked the hell out of the race. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there's things like that dropped all the way through this whole thing. Oh, uh, what about the why am I upside down rule? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that yeah, that's the, a good one. Uh, I wonder because you're unqualified. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that says, and I quote, you're upside down because you have no business being out on a racetrack. <laughs> Any driver who puts a car on its roof is out for the rest of the season beginning immediately. Yeah, and there's the BS factor, <laughs> which stands exactly for what you think. I mean, it's about cheating cars. And, you Ooh. know, if you if you bring a car in that you say is, is worth $500 but is clearly worth a lot more, you've dumped a lot more money into the development of this car. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's what they, they say that you'll end up being uh, bit in the rear end by that one anyways because um, it's what they call a claiming race. You know what a claiming race is? Break it down. A claiming race is that um, at the end of the race, if you have, you know, been kind of uh, maybe fudging the numbers on your cars a little bit and thinking that, you know, you're saying that this is a $500 car, well, then the the, the people who own the competition, the people who mm-hmm. are the, the founders of the competition can purchase your vehicle for exactly $500. That's one of the rules. They're allowed to purchase your vehicle. So if you bring something in that's clearly worth more, mm-hmm. you may be walking away with nothing but $500 in your pocket. Yeah, that's a you know, that's the most effective way to keep that in 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 effect, <laughs> isn't it? That's the most effective way to enforce that. Uh there's it, it's weird because they've also got a lousy driving 
thing that we uh, that we should touch on because sure. that's it, part. I think that goes into the people's curse award too. Yes, yes, and that there are penalties that that can include uh, tar, tarring and feathering. They mentioned, yeah, and that's, that's serious. They really do that. They will do it. They, they will do it. And you know, I mean, that's you're not making this up. There's an, there's a, in section six point one and six point two. <laughs> yeah. is the individual driving individual lousy driving rule yeah. and the team lousy driving rule. So they're serious about this. They're not kidding around. Um, you know, if you're you're known to be just kind of a uh, mm-hmm. you know jackass out on the uh, on the course, mm-hmm. um, they're going to cite you for it, and the penalties may be unfortunate for you because you have to spin the wheel of misfortune. Yeah, and uh, there's all sorts of uh, you know bad things that can happen on the wheel Heinous of misfortune. Agent. Yeah, there's uh, one one thing we should mention. Why why is there uh, such an emphasis on rules? Well, obviously. People are going to drive differently when they're in a five hundred car dollar car. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things to keep in mind is that this, as I say, this is real racing. Yeah, you're trying to win. Yeah, you are trying to win. You're trying to have fun, and you're trying to win. And uh, they have just they have very high standards on safety, as mm-hmm. you would with any any sort of race, any sort of responsible race, at least. And because this is an endurance race, you're not supposed to drive like you're driving a bumper car. No. Um, no, you're trying to make it for the long haul. Right. And of course there are road rallies or there are uh there <laughs> well, we did an episode on them. There are events if you want to take a junker car and just subject everyone around you to as much punishment as possible. <laughs> sure. You can do that, but you cannot do it here. Yeah, exactly. Now, there's a whole long list of uh, events by region. Yeah. And uh, you can find a schedule for, you know, previous years and this year. And what's really funny about this, Ben, is if you go through that, they've got a shield for each one of the races with a little logo. And mm-hmm. um, that some of these names are awful funny. I mean, that's, again, <laughs> you know, the whole site, I, I, I got to tell you, the whole site, if you read the, you know, the, of course, the forum is going to be loaded with funny stuff, you know, from participants and photos and, mm-hmm. you know, they've got galleries mm-hmm. and everything. But the rules themselves, you know, you won't find that anywhere else in, in the world, probably. The yeah. rules for the competition are awful funny to read and worthwhile. Yeah. Um, you know, just even the names of the events. I mean, I'll just give you an example. There's the, uh, okay, here's the loud and annoying competition that's being held in uh, New Hampshire. Of course, in Loudon, New Hampshire. Makes sense, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, going for broken. There's the Shine Country Classic that's held in South Carolina. Um, let's uh, see. Uh, Boston Toe Party. Yeah, the campaign to prevent gingivitis. <laughs> uh, the real hoopties of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else. Um, Some of these we might oh. <laughs> not be able to say on the air. The Limons Arsweat Appalooza. <laughs> Yeah, and the, Lar- uh, I didn't say that right. Our Sweatapalooza. There our, you go. Yeah, and then uh, that's of course with uh, Button Willow, California, is Lamont's Arse Freeze Appalooza, <laughs> the showroom schlock shootout. Um, yeah. Oh, and you know what? One of the funny ones that I, that I got. Um, this is one from 2010. This is the name of the race. Okay, you ready? Yeah. This is the final race for 2010. It's called the painfully bland bowl of thin, lukewarm oatmeal that can't possibly offend anyone, no matter how much they enjoy being offended. 24-hour season ender. Ooh, I bet there were some letters behind that one. <laughs> I bet so too. Yeah, yeah they probably had something that was uh, not quite uh, – didn't didn't fly in that area and they had to change the name. So mm. must have offended somebody in the area. But this is pretty – this is pretty easy to enter. We've talked before about how to begin racing, mm-hmm. like how to learn to be a race car driver, how to enter into real races. Yeah. Um, this is, just for the record – Something totally different. Mm-hmm. This is not going to prepare you for racing. If you want to, if you want to work your way up, mm-hmm. 
uh, to you know indie racing or something. Th- this is this is for fun. This almost seems like someone who's already racing and they just want to have a weekend off where they do something silly, blow off some steam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know what? That, that's the thing is like you know there's a lot of people that go out there and they just treat it like a joke, like it's just nothing but a joke. And that and that's that's okay to a point. But mm. you've also got to remember to be competitive, be courteous to other drivers. You got to mm. be safe. Uh, you want to be you want to be competitive, but you want to be um, imaginative as well. You want to have fun. You want to uh, you, mm. you want to. I'm hard having a hard time putting this into words, but you don't want to go out there and just treat it like bumper cars, like you said. Right, it's um, going to happen anyway because the track's really crowded. Yeah, that's you right. are still going to your vehicle's going to get beat up. Yeah, your five hundred dollar vehicle is going to sustain some damage, so get ready for that. Yeah, uh, but there's also you know it's very welcoming. That's one thing I like. It's pretty much open to anyone who pays their membership, mm-hmm. and you can be an amateur driver. You can be uh, you know. You can be descended from Andretti. They they will be fine with it. Yeah, you know, I tried, Ben. I tried to explain this race to my wife last night. What'd she say? She had no idea why anybody would want to do something <laughs> like this. She said, she said, well, okay, five hundred dollars for a car, but and I said, well, yeah, then it could be crushed in the middle of the race. She said, well, oh, why would you ever enter a car into a race where it may be crushed? You know, why would you? You know, that's that's an expensive Ooh. car. And I said, well, that's not an expensive car for racing. You know, that's not an expensive car by any stretch of the. Yeah. The word anyways. I mean, these yeah. are just for on track use. You're not really worrying about, you're not worrying about title and registration for these things. You know, if you do have one, great, but, um, you're not worried about things like that. You don't even mm-hmm. care if it has working, you know, turn signals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of these cars have, um, like the head of a dragon and the tail of a dragon and yeah, you know, like up a the middle. comb on the top. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's, there's, on the bottom. You know, people weld crazy things onto the vehicles. Mm-hmm. They, they have all kinds of fake sponsors, you know, the, the funny plan words and, yeah. um, people you know, in costumes. Very, very strange competition. It's a lot of fun to watch and there's a lot of videos and a lot of photos and, um, it just looks like a good time, an all around good time. And lots of, Prizes are awarded because we mentioned a couple oh, of the, yeah, the yeah. prizes, but a lot of people get there's there's tons of different awards you can win, right, and a lot yeah. of them are just made up on the spot. You know, yeah. these are these are awards that they just decide. Hey, that guy's got uh, you know whatever. It's the best paint job for the uh, for the competition or like whatever. The, uh, winner on index of effluency. <laughs> there you go. There's yeah. another one. Yeah, some of these are just uh, they're awarded just kind of on the on a whim. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you'll see, find, might find yourself walking away with, uh, with a trophy at the end of the weekend. Mm-hmm. It, it might be something like the Harold Stassen Memorial Stick Trophy. <laughs> you know? Uh, see? Yeah, it's crazy. So, uh, two things we should, um, we should close out on, or two last things I have that people should know about this are, uh, one, if you're, if you want to abandon your vehicle after the show, that's fine. After the event, mm-hmm. uh, you need to be able to give them some sort of title so that they're not just taking oh. it. Uh, okay. So they can have it crushed somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Basically. Recycle and, it. And then there is also a way to get out of some penalties by making a donation to the nonprofit, uh, to the 501c3. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me see. It's, yeah. Because th- this, uh, all the proceeds are the, 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 um, you know, this funds a charity. Yeah. So that's, that's the reason behind this whole thing is that, you know, that beside from having fun and having a good time, of course, there's a lot of money generated by something like this. So they, mm-hmm. they, um, you know, they, they donate to a charity as well. So there is sort of a, a neat attitude there. And I love the playfulness of this, but basically, yeah, if you're, if you're racing, right, if our boy Matt is in the race and then his team has something happen where they get taken off the track, depending on what the punishment is, they can buy their way out with a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. It's their first time doing something wrong. 250 if it's their second time, uh, and they only, they only <laughs> prevent the punishment. 
They're still in trouble. You still have their black flag status. <laughs> Amazing. So there's, and they also consider, uh, I think as they said, they consider late entries case of beer by case of beer. <laughs> that's how it's written in the, uh, you know, yeah. in of beer in parentheses every time. But, um, yeah. so that gives you an idea of the kind of, uh, competition this is. It, it sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds mm. like something that you and I would love to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it may be tough to kind of put a, put together a whole team, I think, here, but, uh, We'll see what we can do. Oh, I bet you. I bet you we'll have no shortage. Other podcasters would love to, to do some of this. Yeah, maybe. I bet you. Maybe. I bet you Josh and Chuck would hop on. <laughs> I hope so. It's their style. Yeah. Um, all right. So we are going to head out of here. We uh, hope that you enjoyed learning a little bit about this lighthearted race. Yeah. You know what? And we yeah. mentioned if you want to learn all about it, if yeah. you want oh, all yeah. the details – Go to their site, the 24 Hours of Lemons, and, and look at the rules, look at the regulations, look at some of the photos and the gallery, and you know know what you're getting into. But understand that you know it's supposed to be a lot of fun, and, and that's clear. You know that's clearly laid out by the website. It's, uh, it looks like a good weekend. Yeah, and if you have already participated in a regional event, uh, and you'd like us to give you a shout out, or you'd like to tell us more about your experience. You can find us on the internets, on Facebooks, and on Twitters of various sorts. Uh, you can read more about auto racing on our uh, awesome website. And you can send us an email directly at carstuff at howstuffworks.com. Be sure to check out our new video podcast, Stuff from the Future. Join HowStuffWorks staff as we explore the most promising and perplexing possibilities of tomorrow. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.